I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Out their lives there, and then the government is you know, buying back all their property. But you can tour that street and see the street, which has been a kind of bit of a weird tourist destination as well. Um, There's graffiti all over the roads. Parts of the road have cracked open where there's smoke and heat coming up from it. But it's all because there's this huge underground fire that's constantly burning from dumping rubbish years ago. This is burning like years and years and years and years and years. But again, thanks to Google Street View, you can go over and safely tour this place. And in the next couple of years as well, they're going to be covering this whole street over with... They're going to be basically demolishing the whole town and covering the town up with uh, dirt and earth and gravel and and things like that. So they're going to be trying to deal with that. But that's the other place on your travelling to-do list. That's cool. I like that idea. And also somewhere that you'd never probably visit otherwise. But as well as that, even this virtual tour in general, bringing you to places virtually, obviously, that you feel like you might have been interested in going to. And then you might go, actually, no, that looks crap. Or maybe it looks better than you thought and you'll actually end up booking a flight in the future to go and see it. So I think it's brilliant. Yeah, yeah, so obviously it's not going to be as ideal as the real thing, but, you know, uh, there you go. So the top destinations while you're sitting on your hole, either in your car driving around or, you know, you're sitting at home, go to the Catacombs in Paris virtual tour there. That's free. Head on over to Chernobyl on uh, Google Street View. You can also uh, head over to the Centralia is the weird street, so it's just central with an IA at the end of it. You can go to Mexico's Mayan Ruins and the Grand Canyon. And there are your list of beautiful destinations that you can check out while you're in lockdown at the moment. Any other decent ones worth, the co- uh, worth an L tour around the place? Uh, virtual tour, let us know. 87 This is FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. It's Cormac and Saoirse here. Quick text we got in um, from... Our Canadian friend who moved over here, Jane, what's the story? We asked her, why did she, she's moved from Canada over here to uh, Dublin in the last while, mid, <laughs> mid-COVID pandemic. Probably not the best thing to, time to do any major life changing at the moment. But she says, I moved because I love Ireland. I love everything about it. The people are better. I'm a freelance translator. And trust me that no man was involved in moving over here, although I would love to meet an Irish man. Just putting it out there. Well, no, I'm now. just putting it out there, Jane. Ooh. I think the Canadians have the sexiest accent in the world. So we really? could swap. We could do a house swap. Yeah. I don't know what it is about their accent. It's just beautiful. What is a Canadian accent? Hot. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know Michael Sarah. He's Canadian. Mm, oh, yeah. Is he? Uh, yeah. Listen. Ryan Gosling. 
Right, listen, if you, if you would like to date a Canadian woman, maybe get in touch with your details, Jane. We'll see if we can hook you up. Who knows? Now, though, it is time for... Yes, indeed. On Tuesdays, we like to bring uh, some friends, some guests on the show and uh, have a little game of poker face with us. That is when they'll tell you three things about themselves, three short little stories. One of them is not true, though. One of them is a lie that they made up. If you're able to figure out which one is not true, uh, you, you'll win this evening. So, you know, you got to test your, test your ability to spot when someone is lying to you and trying to get one over on you. Joining us this evening from Sky Fever is uh, the wonderful Mr. Tyson Harding. Tyson, how are you, sir? Good, man. How are you? Really good. N- not too bad, not too bad. How has um, has lockdown been treating you? Honestly, it's uh, kind of thriving. Like, I've been, been writing songs, just keeping busy, working hard. So, in a way, like, it hasn't really hasn't really affected me. Uh, but I know other people who it has, so just obviously mindful of friends and kind of checking in with family and all to make sure they're all right. But other than that, I'm okay. Even you, you'll have come out of this with seven albums completely finished and polished. <laughs> yeah, you'll be like, "This yeah. is grand, happy yeah, days." Double albums, double albums. You know? <laughs> See, I feel yeah. a lot of musicians are probably uh, they they enjoy their own company because that's when they get to write and everything else. Whereas I'm the opposite. I am going stir crazy because I need people <laughs> around me all the time, twenty four seven, or else yeah. I yeah I hate my own company. So yeah. you know the cat yeah. doesn't do it for me. But probably for you, <laughs> is that is that where you find your happy time where you're yeah, on your own I've watched him I've I've always kind of been like that anyway so in a way it was kind of an easy transition not to really go out not to really interact or whatever so yeah I've been happy and my dog's been even happier <laughs> so yeah he's, oh, good he's real, he's, yeah he's gotten real attached to me so it's uh, yeah he's going to be broken hearted when we when oh god yeah, yeah. yeah he'll have to deal with that separation anxiety when, oh. when life kind of goes back to normal um, when have, have you looked at any kind of idea on when you're going to be back on stage gigging or is there anything year. clarified I, I, really? yeah, I, I, think, I think at the minute it's next year like um Look, we, I reckon we'll be ready to go in a few months anyway. Um, yeah. But I just think I just think there's going to be an awful lot of uncertainty. Even like if you imagine like people people knocking into someone by accident at the bar again, like it's little things like that. that I think there's going to mess with people's heads when even when they go out. So like um, that's not even you know with social distancing and crowd numbers being restricted and all that. So I, yeah. just think, I reckon next. I'm just going to say next year. You know what I mean? But, it would they, make a uh, crowd surfing far, far more difficult, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> You're at the front there going, woo! And then it's, no, he's, he's just <laughs> went in his face there. This isn't actually going to work out at all. No, it's not, no, no. Yeah, well, I see there is some, I know a couple of other Irish bands and acts are going on the road with uh, drive-in kind of gigs and concerts and mm. hopefully yeah. things like that start to work. Fingers yeah. crossed there's no bloody second wave now we can kind of stay locked down. But uh, yeah, you're glad yeah, to hear you're, yeah. you're using the time as productively as possible anyway. And uh, how long have you guys been uh, been gigging? Uh, we've, been, we've been together I think around four years, three or four years. But it's like, like we're like an alternative band. So we've been in many ways underground until now but we've done some pretty cool stuff like we've had our music played at Liverpool games Chelsea games <laughs> we've, even, we've even done a song for um, a big NFL team the Carolina Panthers and no way that's something else like and we're how, how does, how, does how, do you, how did that happen? honestly like, like we had a rock song and it was pretty one of these stadium kind of things and we yeah 
I just took a chance and I sent it into him and actually I've got to know him over the last while and he played it and then what happened was I think it was was it 2018 I just walked into rehearsal and I was like lads look let's pretend we're writing for the Carolina Panthers let's pretend they're at the Super Bowl all this so in other words I, I created a kind of situation where we're going to pretend to write a great song and we actually came up with their team track we shelved it because you know they obviously didn't need it and then a year later yeah. Vinnie goes twice to my ring and there's me going okay no problem and um, he goes look would you happen to have or be able to write a track for us and I was like Vinny I swear to God here, you know when you watch those cookery programs he was like yeah, yeah here's you what I made say, earlier just yeah, banging yeah. out polished and he, he actually didn't believe me he didn't believe me and I said look I'll send you the demo because we had a demo and everything um, we just demo everything uh, even if, you know regardless of how you know finished or unfinished but we demo everything just so we have it like plus I forget yeah. stuff so <laughs> sent it on to him literally two minutes later and he was going you need to record that tomorrow so we got it we got it done in, in with our producer James Darkin and um, yeah it was played at their stadium and it was played actually every game day like their team is keep pounding and obviously the song is keep pounding but every game as a team and this was like keep pounding against cancer so it was just a real special thing like and the whole stadium oh, I was mad I have footage of it like it's and you know what the scary thing is when I was saying to the lads, look lads, imagine, you know, the big drums and they're, they, they've got like a neon-y kind of yeah. blue as their colours. I said, lads, imagine their screen saying keep it. And like, it was kind of getting everyone into the mood to write it. When we got footage, it was nearly, the, one, like, it was very close to the kind of vision I had. And I was like, this is this is why you do music. This is this is why life's great. <laughs> you know what I mean? But I think but, you um, should be doing like I think you should be a psychic. I think you should do the lot of numbers next yeah. week. <laughs> Come, listen, listen. Our album is called our debut album's just on on Sunday. It's called Is This the End of the World, right? We oh, no. title No no listen, we just title <laughs> chosen since October, right? And like the like the concept every time we come up with a, like a song or something, we have like the kind of imagery around it. The yeah. imagery was digital virology. And revolution, and that was the two things we had written down on our little whiteboard. And um, yeah, it's not going to be on the world, hopefully. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to have a, a few more visions and let us know how this all pans out in another <laughs> six months. Yeah. We will take this off air. We'll be like, here, listen, Tyson, just say nothing, right? And uh, have a little, yeah, yeah. Have, have a think there, right? But listen, yeah, 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 yeah. That, that's, that's, that's mad. That's mad that, like, uh, you know, an, an Irish band would be able to get to that level. You know what I mean? Yeah, well, it's just yeah, well, it's so well, strange. To be honest, I'm deadly hearing like, that, obviously, as well. Yeah, like, like, like um, I'm kind of one of these people who, without sounding, you know, you know, this fake Instagram positivity, it's not that. Like, this is real stuff. Like, I firmly believe that if you really want something and if you work really hard, if you work smart and you think about it, uh, like, kind of really plan it and think about it, actually, how is it going to work? Most of the time, you, you'll get it done. You know what I mean? Like, if you just don't even listen to anyone doubt me. It's like if we didn't believe in ourselves we wouldn't even send an email to Vinny. We wouldn't even done it and so Yeah. You know, it's, just it's like that isn't it? Easy. And it, 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 it probably only took the, the cumulative total of like five minutes to find who you needed to email and email them and get it on and then Obviously, the re the rest is history. But that's a, that's a fascinating story. That's brilliant, crack yeah, to hear that. And oh, delighted beautiful. to hear that 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 mm. happens. But listen, we'll move on now with uh, with Poker Face this evening. So we always like to check. You know what the crack is? It's three stories okay. about yourself. Two are true, and one is not. Yep. Perfect. Okay. So have you, have you been a good liar up until now? Uh, I'll be honest with you. I'm brutal. I can't lie. All right. But I'm I, like, I'll do my best. 
I'll do my best. Right. But <laughs> That's I have to say, I have to say, I have to say, right? That, like the truths, they sound pretty fantastical. So I think for anyone to get this right, will do. We'll be doing really well, unless they know me. Unless someone I know, like you know, rings in and. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> has the inside scoop, has a bit of insider trading going on. But listen, we'll, we'll, we'll exclude we'll exclude them now. Okay, so uh, Tyson's going to tell us three things about himself. Um, and if you think you know which one he's lying about, just drop us a WhatsApp, one, two, or three to 87 104. So listen, Tyson, give us the first thing you have for us. Okay. For, I've actually got these written out just so I can get, get it <laughs> pinpointed, all right? So I'll give no, try to give none away. So Kid Harrington who plays Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, is a distant relation of mine on my mother's side. Oh, that is so cool, if that's true. Number two. Cool. My, my family name appears in the Norse, like the Viking sagas. They actually appear in it. That's number two. Number three. My granddad won a silver medal in the Olympics for boxing for Ireland. Oh, these are good stories. These are all very good. They they all could be true and false at the same time. There was no emotion in any of that. That's what that's why I wrote it down. Yeah. Poker you face. Slash them out. Yeah, just yeah. just read from the cue cards. Tyson, that's just keep it. going. Okay, right. So uh, to recap again, uh, John Snow, the actor who plays John Snow, uh, is a distant relative on his mother's side. The second one is uh, your family name appears in the actual Viking sagas. Are they like the old folklore tales yeah. from the Viking history? That's what it will be. Yeah. So you you were like in in their version of uh, I was going to say Swan Lake. What are the, the Swans of Lear? What what, what am uh, I thinking of the Irish yeah, ones? All the, all the Irish mythology. And all oh, that Swan's yeah. Lake. Yeah, Swan Lake wasn't <laughs> exactly. Young, uh, young, young and all that. There we young go. So the Viking version uh, of all those, and then um, the last one. Your granddad won silver in boxing for Ireland back in the day. Okay, so there there briefly the three of them there. Have a think if you think you know which one of those is not true. Right, what what vibes are you getting now? All delivered very um very coldly very precisely with no you know none of none of them too different let us know what you think it is have a guess uh, 0876797104 okay oh this is a difficult one indeed mm, it is, it is uh, any, any any initial thoughts Saoirse? yeah i think the the second story is the fake story i really? think you made that up yeah i do i think i think you might have made that up um i mean john snow could be a distant Relative? Yep. Could be. And I think your granddad is very likely to have maybe boxed back in the day and professionally. Okay, so the, the first couple of texts that are coming in now uh, for you, Tyson, uh, Jacinta is saying two as well with Saoirse, Daryl is saying the third one, uh, Mark is saying the first one. Um, there's a lot of... Um, no one seems to be honing in on one, so that's a, a kind of credit to you and your ability to... Uh, Spoofers. So, mm-hmm. I'm thinking, God, I don't know. I have absolutely no idea. So, the three of them again, will you recap the three of them again first, Tyson? Oh, you're waiting. You're looking for a little, little, <laughs> yeah, for a little stumble. Voice, That's right? what Here we go. <laughs> I'll just breathe deeply so I don't give that away. Two, yeah. Um, Focus. <laughs> Kid Harrington, who plays Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, is a distant relation. Of mine on my mother's side. Right. Number two. My family name appears in the Norse Viking sagas. Number three. My granddad won a silver medal in the Olympics 
or boxing for Ireland? You see, I think the first one is far too weird specific. to have just made up. Yes, see, I, 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 I was thinking that as well. That was one thing I was going to say. It's very, very specific. You know, on your mother's side, you wouldn't, maybe if you're lying, would you have gone to that detail? Who knows? Who knows? Uh, okay, drop us in on WhatsApp, 0876797104. The story you're looking out for is the one that you don't think is true. What is Tyson making up this evening? Okay, one, two or three, drop us in on WhatsApp, 0876797104. Uh, Tyson, are you all right to hang on for a couple of moments? Yeah, fine, yeah, all good, all good. Lovely, right. Hang on the line there. Tyson's going to hang on the line there. Yeah, have a think. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Very easy. You just got a spot when there are guests who's on this evening is lying to you. Their album, Is This the End of the World? It's out now. Tyson Harding from Sky Fever is with us. Uh, I hope you're still with us, Tyson, yes? I am indeed, yeah. Am oh, there we go. Lovely <laughs> stuff. Uh, quickly give us a, a quick recap of the, the three things again. Uh, one of these is not true, by the way. You're listening out for the one you don't think is true. But what were the, the three of them again, quickly? Recap, yeah. Kid Harrington, who plays Jon Snow in Game of Thrones, is a distant relation of mine on my mother's side. The second one is my family name appears in the Norse Viking sagas. And the third one is my granddad won a silver medal in the Olympics for boxing for Ireland. Okay. One, two or three. Drop us a WhatsApp in if you have, if you feel as if you know which one uh, he is lying about. So Daryl said number three. Camille, you're going with story number two. We have had a number two in from uh, Morris. Maurice, Morris, what's the story? Um, Thank you for that. Number one has been messaged in by Harry. Um... Rory is going for number three. Uh, oh, is she? Right, okay. Uh, Estefania is going with number one. And, uh, yeah, Dermot is going with, uh, I think, number two as well. So, uh, so tons, uh, no one really... Rory has said this right now. Maybe Rory's on something here. He goes, I'm going for number three as the fake story as he didn't say what year it was for the Olympics. So maybe, do you know know what year it was, Tyson? 1956. (laughs) 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 Right, okay. Um, uh, Okay. Could be lying now. It could be, be, you know, the one after that. Could be false. You never know. The mystery continues. Okay, so listen, let us know which one you think. Uh, let us know which one you think is not true. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one zero four. Last couple of minutes before we wrap up on this. Anyway, um, Sergio, what are you locking in? So two, the the surname, the family surname, wasn't in the annals of Viking history, Norse Viking sagas. Okay, Grant, I'm going to say, who am I going to go with here? I'm going to go with. The third story about the boxing in the Olympics. Your grandfather's winning the boxing silver medal in the Olympics for Ireland years ago. Right, okay, don't say anything just yet. Last chance. Oh, it's seven six seven nine seven one four one two or three. Okay. So Tyson, here's what you can do for us now without revealing which one of the stories you made up. Uh, two of the stories are obviously 100% true. They're obviously real. They actually happened. Um, so just to help us kind of eliminate some of the stories here will you tell us and reveal to us one of the stories that is 100% true my family name appears 
in the Viking sagas. Oh no, Cersei, you're gone. <laughs> yeah. You are gone. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, who said number two as well? Oh, hang on, hang on, Cersei. We can't hear you. There you are there. I had your mic fader down. My apologies. Thank you for the text. Working from well, home I has difficulties. So sorry, Saoirse, you're gone then. You're gone. I'm you, gone. You had, um, you had the second one. I gave oh. the second answer. Again, the wrong answer. Se- was it second or third week in a row now I've been kicked out straight away? Yeah. That's Usually I'm quite so good. Jacinta's gone with you as well. Uh, who has gone as well? I think Harry... And Morris also number two. Camille's story number two is, is wrong. That is uh, 100% true. Okay, so that leaves us with one of the fake news stories this evening. Um, is either the first one or the third one. So either Kit Harrington is not a distant relative, the guy who plays Jon Snow is not a distant relative, or um, your grandfather did not win a silver medal in the boxing. Okay, so it's between story number one being the fake story or story number three being the fake story. You might as well, Tyson, put us out of our misery and finally reveal which one of these stories did you make up? The one I made up is Kit Harrington, who plays John Snow in Oh my God, you're good at this game. I just went that extra little bit of detail on my mother's side and I was there thinking if I say it first and if I add the mother's side I, I think it's going to throw a few people off. So. That is it because usually what I'd say is I always yeah. go for two or three because most people like to start off with a true story to build their confidence mm-hmm. and get the ball rolling so they, yes. you know, they can, they can kind of kick it off and then um, oh damn it I think you fulfilled anyone did anyone guess story number one who was the first did anyone guess story number one being uh, oh yeah it's fan, uh, they did did they uh, uh, Estefania Estefania you did actually uh, she's the first person who got that right lying about number one I don't know if she's got some insider information here but there you go Steph thank you very much for that you have gotten the only person this evening to have correctly guessed in uh, and text in that um, that's evening madness so hang on your granddad is a, is a champion boxer for Ireland yeah uh, Fred Teed T-I-E-D-T the second name um, or was the second name so he, 1956 in Melbourne he actually, see, back in the day, you know, the scores in boxing, at the end, they'd actually have the scores on a screen, all right? Yeah. He actually beat him on points. However, they gave, for whatever reason, they gave the decision. It was a split decision. They gave the, the, the decision to the other guy, the Romanian boxer. And uh, unfortunately, like, like Jimmy McGee, uh, Goris Asol, used to go on and on about this every time there was boxing in, in the Olympics and... Anytime there's a controversy, you'd always mention my... Uh, uh, and my reference the fight. should have won the gold, you know, but, um, you know, he, but he had a great life. He, he ended up training for the, you know, the actual film, the boxer, Daniel Day-Lewis. Him and Barry McGuigan trained no Daniel way. Day-Lewis. And uh, apparently Daniel Day-Lewis like, could have been a boxer. He was, I remember Granad saying he, he was that good. So, um, yeah, Granad, he had a great life, you know what I mean? So, oh, amazing. Very cool, yeah. yeah. And unfortunately, no re- relation to Kit Harrington. No relation. <laughs> where did you make that up from? Like, where did that come from? I okay. I I'm mad at Game of Thrones, and I'm one of the, one of the weird ones that was happy with the ending. But we won't even go there. We won't even open that can of worms. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I just you know, I read somewhere that he's related. to Is it a king of England or something like that? One of the he, like he has royal lineage. He has. 
I remember reading that one day and then I decided when I was doing this, I thought, ooh, I might just throw this. Yeah, you can use that. You can use that uh, bit of info and, and mix things up. Well, well, well listen, it worked. Uh, I think uh, Steph is the only person who WhatsApped in and got that correct and right. So listen, send us on your deeds, Steph, and we'll uh, hook you up with some demotivational room on a four beer mask. But listen, Tyson, it's been a pleasure again. If people want to support Sky Fever's music, get the new album, stream you, where's the best place people can find you? Uh, we're obviously on Spotify, Sky Fever, we're on Apple Music and all that. But if you go on our Instagram, Sky Fever Music, you'll find us there on Facebook and all that as well. So, yeah. Brilliant. Well, listen, uh, Tyson Harding from Sky Fever Music. Uh, it's been a pleasure and very best of luck with all the uh, the music and the gig in, in the future when we get back to normal. Awesome. Thank you very much. Thanks. Cheers. Thanks, Thank, Take it easy. Thanks very much for, for popping on. God, Welcome to Steph as well. Good. My yeah, God. it wasn't a, yeah. was not a bad one at all. Uh, still to call on the show, by the way, uh, a gentleman who's an expert in regrets, the psychology and science behind the type of things that you're going to regret at the end of your life and what can you do about it now. So good and miserable and depressing to think about that. No, it, it'll be an interesting conversation. Psychology professor from Cornell and then after 11 o'clock, uh, Irish paranormal investigators, they claim to have photographic evidence of a ghost in a castle out in Galway. So if you're one of these people who's like, I don't believe in that, now come on. They've gone to the effort and the trouble of getting you some uh, photographic evidence. So we'll be chatting to Richard from that Paranormal Investigators Group a little bit uh, later later on. Um, so yeah, thanks for those texting so far about that. And keep sending us in your messages as well if you want to add to the list of enemies. We're going to take a quick break. We'll be back with music from Joel Carrier. FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Shalon. Cormac and Saoirse here on FM 104, still to come on the show. Paranormal investigators talking about how they claim to have evidence, photographic evidence for you to convince you that there is a ghost living in a castle out in a, an old castle out in Galway. So we'll be chatting to them a little bit later on after 11 o'clock. That'll be a bit of crack. I mentioned this last night, we didn't get around to it, but it's a public service announcement for men during lockdown. Oh, um, is it? To be careful. Careful um, doing what, though? <laughs> to what be very, very, very careful. Maybe just to stop because you're putting your own self at risk. I came across oh. this article from a, uh, a hospital, uh, an issue with, with a hospital over in Canada at the moment, right? So it says, the pandemic may be contributing to an increase in male injuries, if you know what I mean when I say male injuries. Yeah. <laughs> right, so. now, yeah, okay, I, I'm kind of with you on this, but I, I'm confused as to how. So this happened, this was a work and data looked at by the University of British Columbia over in Canada, and they have found that the amount of injuries that they are treating, particularly with, when it comes to men, has kind of exploded in, in volume over the last couple of weeks because of lockdown. And this, again, it's the Department of Urology that is dealing with these injuries from, from men. So you can see where we're going with this, basically. It turns out that um, these injuries are becoming more common and they're thinking that it is, one, because men are engaging in uh, more sex with their other halves and also, if they don't have another half, that they are injuring themselves, if that makes sense. Ah, okay. Yeah, I'm, get, I'm getting it now. Just they're doing yeah. more of something. They're doing more of something because maybe they're at home more often and they're bored. But here, here's what has happened. Uh, there was um, they usually only find about they only they usually only treat two or three of these kind of penile injuries every year, and they've found in the last couple of weeks they have had to deal with with, with six, which is technically unheard <laughs> of from right. So the yeah. six include two incidents in which a man fractured himself down there. 
during uh, sex with their partners because their partners were on top, probably caught a bit of air and then came down wrong. Yeah. Snap. Thank you. See you. Ooh. Bye. I met Ouch. one man before that that actually happened to, and he had to drive himself to the ho- to the hospital because the person he was there couldn't even uh, was couldn't even drive <laughs> or had been drinking, <laughs> couldn't drive. So he was there with a broken dick driving yourself to the hospital. Wow. <laughs> I'd say she was like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> sorry about that. I'm just going to get my things and go. Bye. <laughs> um, this, this is another instance. It doesn't go into any specific detail about this, how this happened, but there was one instance of a man whose um, who's, who's happiness... Well, I shouldn't say happiness. His, his erection lasted for four days. Four days? Now, was he on Viagra? No. No, no, no. He wasn't on Viagra. So how in the name of God did that happen? Was, I mean, some woman would be very... delighted, but at the end of the day, she'd be like, ah, here, come on now. Finish up. Yeah, the, enough is enough. Yeah. <laughs> like, you do need to sleep occasionally. Um, <laughs> but, like, was the person he was with just very hot? Could have been it. It could have been yeah. it. Just been like, would you stop being so attractive? Yeah, you're but too I, w- attractive, I wouldn't believe I that. Answer. I wouldn't believe that because you know hairdressers and makeup places have been closed, so they can't have been that attractive for that long. <laughs> Big That's hairy true. upper he lip, co- manky nails. He could have been looking at it through a filter. Yeah, maybe, maybe that was it. Uh, mm-hmm. There was another instance. This wasn't really sex related. A man ruptured his testicle while riding an all-terrain vehicle, and then. <laughs> One instance of penile pain resulting from frequent masturbation. And another one, this is crazy. How can you do that from frequent masturbation? Is that, like, how many times are you talking? That's, like, just probably constant. That's hands down the pants (laughs) 24-7. Even when you're on your Zoom call with your boss, you're just there going, hmm, I have another window open. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, dirty feck, yeah. Right, so uh, that's with that. And then a man also, there was reports of a medical case where a man was... Uh, he, he was bitten by a dog down there. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. 
Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Ow! Oh, that's horrific. So they're just saying that they're seeing these... Uh, cases are associated with drug and alcohol use during lockdown. Um, But they're noting it, saying that obviously this is the increase. It appears that, here's what they said in the end of this report, it appears that COVID-19 may be impacting urological health in an indirect fashion. Um, GU complications of the COVID-19 quarantine have occurred independent of community, blah, 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 blah. Basically, lads, stop being at yourselves because, you, you know, the last thing you want to go is taking up a hospital bed because you were at yourself down there and couldn't stop and now broke yourself. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, see, I should be surprised by this, but I'm not. No, you're not. I'm not surprised by any of this. Um, I'm just so glad I'm I'm a woman. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, women have it easier in many ways. You've had harder in many ways, but easier when it comes to maybe disgusting things like this, I suppose. And of course, you have self-respect, you know? Which most helps. women do, Saoirse, most women do. Most women, yeah, not all, but most. Yeah. <laughs> so, so listen, there you go. Um, look after yourself. Uh, protect yourself. 0876797104. Paranormal investigators on the way after 11 o'clock. Next, though... Do you ever worry about the decisions you're making in life? Are you going to regret the decisions you've made or have yet to make and maybe are too afraid to make them? We're going to be chatting to a professor of psychology next on the show from Cornell University talking about what are the specific types of things that people wind up regretting and what can you do about that now to to make sure that you actually don't do that. So uh, he'll be on the way next. His name is Tom Gilovich, a psychology professor from Cornell University. He's on Room 104 next... FM 104's Room 104 podcast with Cormac Moore and Sir Long. Cormac and Saoirse here and this should have been a topic for a depressing Monday but we decided we'd do it on a bit of a miserable Tuesday and just talk about, you know, the science and psychology around what you're going to wind up regretting in life and what you can do about it. Yeah, kind of. I guess it's that whole thing about you always want what you don't have or can't have. Do you know that kind of way? You always think the grass is greener on the other side when it comes to anything. Sometimes it is, Saoirse. <laughs> Sometimes it is, but a lot of times we forget what we have achieved or what we have done or, you know, that we actually live a pretty decent life for the most part. Uh, yeah, for the most part. And I think maybe social media and everything else is making you feel as if you're missing out and feel as if you're not achieving as much as you could be. Um, and it just makes, the, the probably amplifies the feeling all that worse and makes it all that more uh, impactful anyway. But listen, someone who has actually gone into uh, the depths of research on this and looked into why why we regret things, how we regret things, and maybe what we can do about it from uh, the University of Cornell. He's a professor of psychology over there. And we're delighted to uh, have him join us on the show this evening. Uh, professor Tom Gilovich, how are you, sir? I'm, I'm good. Thanks for having me on your show. No worries. I mean, Saoirse was looking at this, and uh, again, maybe this is a projection of your own fears, Saoirse, but I think <laughs> we we all don't want to get to an age where we're lying on a deathbed and, and worried or upset about things we did and we didn't do. So what have you found looking at your research when it comes to things that people will regret and not regret? Um, well, the biggest overall finding is that people tend to regret when they look back on their lives things they didn't do, mistakes of omission, uh, more than mistakes of commission, which is a little surprising in some way because in the immediate aftermath of making a mistake of action, you feel worse. You kick yourself if you yeah. um, if you 
sold the stock and it went way up, you would <laughs> that would bother you more than if you were thinking about buying that stock and didn't and it went way up. Uh, acting, mistakes of action hurt more than mistakes of inaction right away. But as time passes, you come to grips with those mistakes of action better. And what's left gnawing at you are the things you didn't do. Yeah, you often think, I didn't do this, but that led me to something better. Right. Um, so the when you make a mistake of action, things happen. You know what they are, and hopefully they're relatively finite. When you don't do something, you imagine all the great things that could have happened if you had done that, and your imagination could get the better of you. You could imagine all sorts of great things. Oh, if only I had married this person. You idealize that person, um, and you imagine a much better life than you might actually have had with that person. But obviously sometimes you would be correct. You know, maybe you had a terrible <laughs> relationship. Maybe they were very good looking. 10 years. <laughs> Yeah, no, and that's uh, you, actually the relationship one is a perfect example of this, that um, when people uh, marry the wrong person, they will often say one of the ways that they're able to uh, achieve peace with it is, oh, yeah, he was a jerk, but if I hadn't married him, I wouldn't have these great kids. Um, and so you think of these silver linings for mistakes of action. There's many fewer of those for mistakes of inaction. And that gives inaction, again, it makes it uh, stay with you longer and gnaw at you more deeply as your life goes on. I think there, yeah, I mean, you probably get to a stage, we're so busy on a day-to-day basis that very few people maybe take the time to maybe sit back and kind of go, am I doing what I want to do here or what would I really love to do that I'm not getting around to doing it? Because he said, maybe you do have a, a crazy job or crazy pressures and you never get a chance to pull yourself out of your day-to-day and kind of figure out, am I heading in the long-term right direction here? So I can see why maybe if you're retired and you have a lot of time to sit around and ponder these things that you're like, my God, why did I bother with that horrible, horrific boss for the you know last 15 years of my life who should have done X, Y, and Z? So in understanding this research, so it's it's the things you're not doing that are going to really annoy you at the end of your life and look back and regret it, as opposed to the mistakes that you do make. Because I suppose you can learn from some of those mistakes and at least you did it and you moved forward in some way, shape or form. Is there any indication of what people can do, let's say right now, to avoid that disappointing feeling of regret that they might wind up having in 5, 10, 15 years? Yeah, I mean, if you just take a quick look at these results, uh, the obvious suggestion is to embrace the the Nike slogan, just do it. But I don't want to go fully there. There are certain mistakes you know, mistakes of action that really can get you in lots of trouble and you don't want to go there. But I think the recommendation that comes from this research is so many things that people didn't do were things that they didn't do because I'm not sure I could pull it off and I'd really look terrible. I'd be embarrassing if if I failed. And in fact, many fewer people are noticing your failures. Many more people cut you slack for your failures than you think. So if you're not doing something that you think would benefit you or you would enjoy because of the fear of the social consequences, embarrassment, then full on embrace the Nike slogan. Just do it. Get out on the dance floor. Go ahead and talk to that person, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and if you fail, it's not going to be as disastrous as you think. They had to do like a survey on a few different studies. What did you actually find off the back of that? Um, well, we've tried to cover this comprehensively, and uh, so there are a number of different surveys. One of the ones, uh, more recent ones, that I think is telling and speaks to one of your introductory comments that, oh, yeah, because of social media, we feel terrible about ourselves. Um, and social media could accentuate the problem, but actually we don't need Facebook to make to feel miserable. Um, <laughs> that is to say, who do we compare ourselves with in our own minds, even when we aren't looking at Facebook? That if you sort of think, you know, do I have a rich enough social life? Hmm. Let me think of other people. What comes to mind are extremely social people, that the nature of some categories are represented not by their average members, but by the most extreme members. So I asked you, think of a time that you missed a train. You wouldn't think of, hopefully you haven't missed your train very many times, but uh, you wouldn't think of the average time. You'd think of the worst time because missing yeah. a train is about annoyance and inconvenience. So you'd think of the most annoying. And when we think about our social lives, we naturally compare ourselves to the most social people we know. And we're deficient, whether we're on Facebook or not. Uh, we think that we come up short. I couldn't believe that, like the study that you've done, 76% of people said that it wasn't fulfilling their self-ideals or ideas. Yeah, and we tend to get that with respect to the difference between action and inaction, a three-to-one margin in favor of more pronounced regrets of inaction, and the same thing, uh, roughly the same, when it comes to regrets uh, of falling short of your ideal versus falling short of your hot self, what you what you should do. Um, just, you know, obviously you mentioned uh, when it comes to, the, let's say, the fear of embarrassment or the fear of what other people might think about you um, and that to kind of maybe dismiss that and to just kind of use Nike slogan and just go and do it. Um, you, obviously, there is times when you wouldn't advise people to just go and do it and maybe throw everything away. What are the other situations where you'd be a little bit more... You suggest people be maybe slightly more cautious before they decide to leave their wife and kids and run away with the secretary, for example? Yeah, I think, you know, think about the things that uh, lead to bankruptcies, to uh, divorces, to uh, prison sentences. Uh, <laughs> then it's, it's just way too glib to think of the just do it idea. That's why I want to pull back to, look, if it's really just about how would this look to other people, not going to end in divorce. It's not going to end in prison time. It's not going to end in bankruptcy. I think we need extra courage to talk to people. You know, people, interestingly, although the most frequent social thing we do is talk to other people, if you do surveys, people are very confident drivers, very confident leaders, very confident at their work. They are not overconfident when it comes to conversation. And so a lot of people shortchange themselves, have less rich social lives because they're, uh, you know, I could strike up a conversation and there would be awkward silence. Well, you'll get through the awkward silence and it may not happen and you may profit from the connection that you make. Is this all kind of stemming from like birth basically where we learn these behaviors from very young ages or are some people just more susceptible to kind of negative thinking young kids can be kind of brutal um and we you know we file away those traumatic uh, experiences as you get older people are more charitable and the failures the social failures that you have really 
aren't as big. People are much more charitable. First of all, people are preoccupied with their own lives. They're less likely to notice if you're having a bad hair day, if your you know, clothes don't match, uh, if you're a little awkward in conversation. People are worried about what they're going to say and worried about their contributions to it. So people are less likely to notice, and we've all been there. Uh, we've all had these different mishaps and periods of social awkwardness, and we cut one another slack in the same way that, you know, 13 and 14-year-olds may not. I think as well, at a younger age, you're so, you think you're so consumed with the intensity of life and that every decision you make on a daily basis is like Things like, you know, your, your, end of, your school exams or whatever, might, you might, might see them as being so definitive and final and, and all-encompassing that you don't get perspective and you might get that with a little bit more age. So, um, when you talked about, obviously, people having regrets in life, comparing themselves to what they, their, their sense of self, their sense of self, their sense of ideal, what they hope to strive for, and then obviously what they thought they should have done, their, their ought to, as you said, their duties and their obligations and stuff. And I know you've categorized them in, in those areas um, and also with things like taking action versus not taking action and not making decisions are, are more regretful over the long term. Did you look into any particular category of life? Like, Did you notice that people regret more over, let's say, work-life balance or money? Or was there any specific categories that kind of tended to be what most people regretted? There weren't any real surprises there. You know, the biggest regrets are in the biggest areas of life of, you know, regrets around schooling, regrets around finances, regrets around careers and relationships. Those dominate everything. And, you know, highlighting one of your introductory comments, uh, unfortunately, there's, you know, two sides to every coin. And so you get Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.